The picks are in. Welcome to another episode of Draft Day Sports. I'm here with CJ and Big Al. As always, we are back in the saddle again. The NFL season is underway with the Hall of Fame game this past week. How are we doing today? Man, if that song doesn't juice you up for this episode, I don't know what you're made out of. Mm, maybe the juicy IPA I'm about to drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll juice me up. What about you, CJ? <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ready to go, man. It's juice. I got my got my wide receiver list ready, and uh, let's do this shit. Yeah, it should be a great episode. Um, we have our beers, as always. We've got our Hall of Fame game. We're going to talk about that just a little bit. Some first impressions. Excited to talk about some football again. Uh, we have a top 10 list for you. CJ's got his wide receivers, like he's mentioned. We're going to talk about the AFC and NFC uh, West divisions and preview those a little bit. We're going to get into a little bit of defenses and kickers for fantasy. Um, talk maybe a little bit about the Hard Knocks HBO show that's been going on with the Lions. Then we'll review our beers, give you a best bet, and get out of here. So a fun episode for us, but make sure you check out DraftDaySports.com. New content is flowing. Um, I just posted some new best bets today, um, part two of my future best bets. So now you've got a total of 12, count it, 12 free best bets on DraftDaySports.com, plus you get all of CJ's fantasy football rankings on there as well. So be sure to go to check that out. And finally, you can see those featured beers, those featured breweries that we've been talking about, which today, Big Al, what are we drinking today? Equilibrium Brewery in Middletown, New York. Where is Middletown? Middletown is just above, probably about what, I would say maybe two hours away from New York City. Two I'm, hours? I'm looking at, yeah, it's technically upstate New York. So yeah, It's about an hour and a half drive for me, Ryan, or uh, Slash. Okay, so yeah. that's, I mean, that's pretty far south then. That's Yes, it is south, south than Because Albany is like two hours from New York City. You gotta think... You gotta think. It's about three hours from Syracuse. So, <laughs> okay, all right. So but that, that's right. that's upstate New York. That, that's upstate New York. That's come on. It's yeah, upstate right. New York, right in the Catskills. Right there in the Catskills. Right I, near I'm Bethel sure Woods, was... the original Woodstock. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the OG Woodstock. So, Equilibrium Brewery was founded uh, in an environmental engineering lab. And MIT. Uh, that makes so actually, much sense. It's actually a very true story. Their their story of how they created Equilibrium is quite interesting. And you know, we'll post their website right on our DraftDaySports.com um, for all of our listeners to take a look at it. But they wanted to create a massive, intense taste with round flavors and easy to drink, which is why it's Equilibrium. So they put science into making beer, which is probably why their uh, beer so names are so scientific. Well, yeah, their their uh, names are scientific, but they have honestly some of the best triples I've ever had. Well, triples. it's funny Whoa. you say that because mm-hmm. in 2015 they had a base of operations in Henry Street in Middletown, and they overgrew that in two years. Uh, in 2007, they did their first can drop which was Photon and MC Squared, which are their flagship beers. In 2019, they acquired an old TD Ameritrade bank on 4th South Street, and they turned that into a taproom, beer garden, barbecue program, and more retail space. And they opened that up in December of 2019. Um, As of May 2022... They are ranked top five in regional breweries in the world and wow. ranked top ten for the most check-ins. Do you know the top four? It's okay if you in don't. The, in the country, this is? In in the country. Top, top four. Ten. So equal. Treehouse. Treehouse is number one. Wow. Um, what are these all? So this is the entire country. Entire country. Oh, my 
God. Um, so Treehouse is number one. Uh, something like Sierra Nevada. Is that even a craft no. brewery? I don't even no, know. you're no. Okay. Yeah, I don't know any other ones. I'm probably Alchemist probably... Oh, in Vermont. Okay. Trillium in Massachusetts. Okay. And other half brewery in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, for... so I mean, we're really in the you know the hot spot of craft breweries being in the Northeast. So we get we get all the good craft breweries. Mm-hmm. I'd love mm-hmm. to hear some uh, craft breweries from down south or out west if they ever want to send send some beers our way. We'd love to to give them a give them a yeah. taste. And also, for our listeners, if you guys know a brewery, reach out, let us know, and we'll try them out. We'll highlight them right on our website. Absolutely. Yes, give us more ideas. So this equilibrium's coming in with a pretty high uh, pretty high bar. Let's We'll see if they match it, right? Um, yeah. Which beers do you guys they have? Will. I'll go. I have the Spark, S-P-A-R-C. It's a peach mango, Belana Vaisa. Ooh. Belana Vaisa. So it's only 4.5%, so it's a nice light beer. Um, I actually had this one. You guys mentioned Equilibrium this week. I was happy because I already had it in my fridge. I've visited multiple times down to Equilibrium. Oh, you've been there, huh? Oh, yeah. Multiple times. I have as well. We have there. My baby has a onesie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I need to get there. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. It's really good beer. Good good food, too. I grabbed their flagship MC Squared. Uh, it's the double IPA. It's an 8%. It's got some tropical notes featuring mango, pineapple, and apricot. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward okay. to it. Yeah, what drew me to Very their cans <coughs> is being you know, the mathematician that I am. I saw the can that said astrophysics, and it had a Ooh. whole bunch of mathematical formulas on it um, and some physics stuff as well. So um, I was like, I, how can I not? So uh, it was just an IPA, six and a half percent. So we'll see uh, see how it goes. So excited to give it a try. There you go. There I can't you go. say I've really had too many of their beers, so this is kind of a new one mm, for me. You're missing out, sir. Yeah, apparently. Um, though for that price tag, am I right? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So we had some <gasps> football for the first time, and I saw something. It might have been on Twitter where, as of this weekend, or I guess this past weekend. You will have football on TV somewhere from now until the Super Bowl. So, boys, we are in to football season, albeit it's preseason, but football is on Let's TV at least. See, I oh. hate when they say that because uh, there ain't no football on Wednesday. Well, every weekend. Weekend. Day. No. Weekend. No, every weekend. Weekend. Okay. weekend. Um, so we have the Jags playing the Raiders. Uh, Hall of Fame game. I think it's one of the more watched preseason games just because of the hall of fame interest but i i generally think that the majority of viewers will probably stop watching after about the first quarter um did you guys watch the whole thing or or did you catch any of the game at all what were any of your impressions of the game itself uh don't bet on jacksonville when they're (laughs) not playing their starters and i want to apologize personally to our listeners as I start the season 0-2, I will get better. I have my great best bets coming at the end of this episode. So we're getting back on the train, boys. Getting back on the in, train. In Big Al's defense, um, he may have whiffed on this bet, but he does. He is overall positive uh, in betting. So he sure. does know what he's doing. Uh, I don't know it's anything. It's preseason, so don't you know. You really can't take any preseason back well, with a whole lot of I'm weight. sorry. Also I, true. I didn't know they were going to run Josh Jacobs all the way till halftime. And right. That's what makes preseason so unpredictable, right? Bastards. Bastards. You don't, you don't know what they're going to – and it seemed like McDaniels was, like, putting his whole playbook out there. Um, yeah. Because he had some, some interesting plays. Uh, but they look sharp. They look crisp. It's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say. You know, it's it's preseason. But, uh, you know, I liked what I saw from the Raiders. I saw some good up-tempo yeah. from them. We'll get into the AFC West a little bit later on. But they uh, they looked they wanted it. They wanted it more, too. Um, I believe it was a game where it was a homecoming game for Coach McDaniels, as he is a mm-hmm. fellow yeah, that was a cool Ohioan. So, uh, you know, it it was good. I like the new, the, the new little ticker on the yeah. bottom that NBC has. NBC hey, changed it up a little bit. That highlights it, yeah. And, uh, you know, we got the new crew, new Sunday crew. You got Mike Tarico, the Italian, Stallion. Matt, 
<laughs> and you got a here's a guy. Here's Chris a guy. Collins. Now, here's no, a guy. I hate him. Now, here's a guy. <laughs> here's you, a guy. Now here's a guy. Um, <laughs> CJ, you're a Ravens fan, and they try hard in the preseason. What are your thoughts on the Raiders seemingly wanting to try harder than the Jaguars and like actually trying to win by like playing some of their starters and things like that? Uh, a win's a win, mm-hmm. and I, that's how I look at. it. I mean, I think Ravens are going on. It's like 20 straight preseason like 20 wins or something? Or something? Oh, yeah, it's 20. We're in the 20s now after last They're year. They're in the 21. Yeah. So we, we like to win. That's what we do. Uh, and I, I, I don't mind it, right? If you're trying in the preseason, okay, people call you tryhards, but it's building a mentality around that team, right? We're here to sure. win games. Like, sure. even if they don't matter, you're here to win. So Fun fact. I'm all for it. Fun fact. The winless uh, Cleveland Browns went undefeated in the preseason and lost every regular season game <laughs> that year. So speaking I mean, of the Ravens have yet to do that. So true. <laughs> speaking of uh, Cleveland Browns don't want to sidetrack too much, but uh, Deshaun Watson may potentially not even play is he what, what is gone. this? Goodell's trying to get him banned the whole year. What's what's going on? Goodell came out today and said evidence demands at least one year banned for Deshaun Watson. Whoa. We do not know the timetable of the appeal ruling. He considered Watson predatory. See, Whoa. I'm, I'm tired of this gone. double jeopardy kind of stuff, right? Like, it was this judge that came down with the decision. Was it a judge or an arbitrator? It was a judge. It was a judge. That I mean, I get Roger you can appeal. Goodell picked. Oh, and picked. like... So this is the bullshit, right? So I know so back, weird. I'm not defending Ray Rice. I'm not defending any actions that he did off the field. But when he first came out, they gave him a punishment. And then all of a sudden, video came out. Boom, they're going to give him a full year, right? They kick him out. Granted, he should have had that in the beginning. Sure. But my thing is, like, I hate that they get give a punishment and then they just, I don't they're know, like, something eh, like, oh, I don't like, like that. that. No, one. let's, correct. Like, well, they really need to be more consistent with their punishments, have like a, a whole list like hey if this is what you do this is how many games you get right, like giving freaking ridley a year for freaking betting on one game he wasn't even playing in and you yeah. bet on him to win and josh well, gordon was saw, smoking some weed and... well calvin ridley <sighs> saw slash's best bets and wanted to get on that gravy train of that he, did. he doesn't want to take my best actually he may take my best bets this year for the falcons because he's not yeah. playing with them so he um, will not be betting because that'll be another year yeah that's ridiculous but here's like, the thing Pete rose let him in the hall of fame here's the thing yes i do agree with pete rose but and, and i have come to terms that baseball is the most rigged sport to bet so don't bet on baseball but it's anyway, one of the hardest sports um I would like to say that NFL is just one big PR machine. And any time that the NFL, it, I feel like they're going to drag this out until September 8th, 2022, when the Bills play the Rams, because this is just creating more interest in the NFL. And here's the thing, Slash, are you going to watch it if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a year? Yes. CJ, are you going to watch football if Deshaun Watson isn't suspended for a year? Yes. Uh, yes. So it doesn't even matter if he gets suspended or not. It's just a PR stunt. I think he should be suspended for five years. Whoa. I, think, I just don't I just don't want to play him. How many allegations the... were there? How many allegations were there? 24? 25? Give him 20, 25 years. Yeah, no but only football. four are going to trial. <laughs> Like Only him. four are going to trial. And then what, what I thought was funny was Big Ben coming out and saying that we shouldn't have, like, a sexual predator as one of the poster childs and, like, or as one of, like, the faces of the NFL. And I'm like, dude, you were, like, being blamed for well, rape, too. You? So Yeah. <laughs> it's like the last person to talk, right? Exactly. Well, um, good so, segue. Yeah, let's, good. Uh, let's do our top ten. Yeah, good segue there. So the Hall of Fame game... Got the gears turning a little bit. You know, some really good inductees this past year. Um, It made me think a little bit of the best players that are not in the Hall of Fame. So we don't necessarily have to do, you know, a full list or whatever, but, you know, maybe, you know, who are some players that come to mind when you think of best players that are not in the Hall of Fame? CJ, who's on your list? So I used to be a Rams fan. 
before Ravens, back when I was little. Tory Holt. I like he's it. He's fast. He was fast. He's fast, dude. He had con- him and Isaac six Bruce. consecutive seasons with 1,300 yards. He had two seasons over 1,600 yards, tied with Julio Jones, Marvin Harrison, Antonio Brown, and Calvin Johnson. Wow. Like, how do you not put him, and he was... How's he uh, yet? Yeah, he was, uh, what do you call it? Uh, all pro or whatever, uh, seven times. And he only played like 10 years. Yeah. That's impressive. How the heck is now, he not is, in there? Do you know if Isaac Bruce is in the hall at all? I think he is. Um, I want to say Isaac Bruce is in the hall because that would make no sense if Bruce was in, but Holt wasn't because they were both like, I mean, yes, he is. You couldn't, so you couldn't have had one without the other kind of thing. They, they played off each other so well. So it's got to be a matter of time for uh, him, right? Class of 2020, so two years ago. Okay, so maybe Holt's going to get his call next year or something. Dude, maybe. They need maybe. to. Sooner or later, right? Big Al, who's on your list? Well, this one holds very dear in my heart. Steve Tasker, special mm-hmm. teams guy yeah. for the Buffalo Bills and the Oilers. Um He's averaging, you know, he's a special team guy, and special teams doesn't really get a nice hit into the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, he played 169, love it, uh, games in his career. He averages 12.8 total yards um, in his career, um, him being a, a kick returner. So, you know, that obviously his year has passed. Um, He's not going to be able to be eligible anymore unless he's a honorary inductee. But Steve Tasker would be on my list. Yeah, he's he's a good player there. Good to see well, a special guy make the list every once in a while. Yeah, I mean to be fair, Devin Hester didn't get the vote either, and he was explosive. So yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, you know, the, a couple guys that I have in mind. One of them, um, Heinz Ward, I think mm-hmm. deserves to be in there in the conversations because he's such a such a pinnacle and just like a just a pillar of that team for so long um especially when they had a lot of success and then being the defensive guy that i am loved zach thomas um you know he was mm. linebacker right when i was growing up so just watching him he was tiny destroy right small guy maybe like five nine five ten he was little but he it was like me me yeah, running he, around he was there. a heck of a player so um led the league in tackles a couple of years and like five seven time all pro something like that so um he's another one that the name, you know, it's a household name, but you're like, he's not in the Hall of Fame, so he's he's yep. another one for sure. Um, I got two, one more. Uh, Reggie Wayne. Ooh, cool, interesting. Yep. Marvin yeah, Harrison's in. Yep. Yeah. Where's well, Reggie is. Reg- uh, how long after they retire can they? Five. Five. Okay. So I think he's it's pretty standard. Just off the cusp then, because he retired in fourteen. Fourteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Good then stuff. I got one coming up. Uh-oh. Well, soon. What do we think about Philip Rivers? Love Is him. he going to make it or not? Yeah. Uh, he's a lovable guy. He's got like twenty kids too. Feel like he. <laughs> feel like he's on the edge. I feel like it could go either way. I would put. See, here's you got Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and Philip Rivers all going in the same year. One guy's I feel like gonna Eli get out. shouldn't, to be he, honest with you. He's won he two Super Bowls. Does, I get that, but he doesn't really have the stats. Honestly, I'd rather see Philip Rivers over that. Computers getting mad at because yeah, Philip Rivers doesn't have the Super Bowls, but he has a lot better stats than Big Eli Ben. Moore. Big Ben and Eli will go out of the three. Yeah, I think Philip Rivers gets a short end of the straw. I would agree with that. Championships are everything, my friend. They Talk are. to LeBron. What about? Steve Smith. I like Steve Smith Jr. Yes, right. Oh, what? What? Like, are you talking about (laughs) the Giants? Steve Smith Smith from USC? Yeah, he was solid. (laughs) He played for the Panthers and the Ravens and the New York Giants. Dude, I loved him on the. He's got a. He's got the. the, He's got the emotion. I love it, and he plays mad. He plays with heart. He's really mad. Let's see. Um, He had another. thousand yard seasons and he's one of 14 players with at least a thousand career receptions and he's currently eighth all time with 14 he'll get his call then he'll Um, get his call 
I'm going to go with Andre Johnson as well, as well as Wes Welker. Oh, he was good, Andre Johnson. I remember him. Yeah. Wes. Wes Welker. Yeah. Wes Welker. Uh, now coach for the San Francisco 49ers. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to go ahead of ourselves, but in 2023, there's three names that get really tossed out there. Darrell Rivas. Ooh. Do you think in or out? In. Okay. Joe <sighs> Joe Thomas. In. Yes. In. In. James Harrison. Mm. Oh, hold on, CJ. James Harrison. What do you think hey, about James? He used Harrison? to be a Raven. He was a Raven. <laughs> Um, my biggest question is Darrell Rivas because, I mean, they're really going to have to look at what he did as a player and how he affected the game because he doesn't really have the stats to back it up. I mean, he may have like the reception they never, they percentage never or completion. Correct. So he's not going to he's not going to win it in interceptions. Right. They're really going to have to look at completion percentage from a quarterback when they threw it that way. Yeah. So I hope they look at that because they he will. definitely affected the game. Oh, for yeah. sure. You have to have something no doubt. Monumental. When you walk out on stage, it has to be monumental. Jiggle, jiggle. Can you remember oh, any of the rock yeah. Oh, yeah. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. It's time. For sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my fear. You really have to see uh, it. It's Six time in a for CJ's black, wide receivers. I feel like it's everyone's favorite time when I come on the mic for my position. You definitely jiggle, jiggle. Super <laughs> Why receivers are like the bread and butter of your league, right? They're, uh, yeah. they're the Achilles. Definitely. I mean, they're a big part of it. They're the Achilles. So I want to just throw this out there before I go through my list. There is someone on here that you, I don't know if you've looked at it recently. I but did. last year... Who finished number 11 in PPR rankings? Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea. How am I? Yeah. Who, how, what? I don't. He's check. from Las Vegas. Uh, and Hunter Renfro. Henry Ruggs? Hunter oh. Renfro was he the was number 11 beast. wide receiver last year. Down the stretch. Holy shit. He was shit. a beast down the stretch. I was looking through it and like looking at the rankings and everything, see what people did last year, and I'm like, Damn. I was like, is that real? Like, did I have the sorting right? Especially when they lost uh, Ruggs. He was like their only reliable wide receiver. He was ahead of notable names. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddell, Chris Godwin, but he missed four games. CD Lamb, DJ Moore, like ahead of all these guys. That's That's impressive. impressive. That is impressive. But I don't expect that this year with Demonte Adams. But anyway, let's get to my rankings. Yeah. So. I believe like the first five or again a lot of these positions first five or your top five are pretty pretty easy to get. Um, so I ended up going with Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Debo, Devonte Adams, and rounding out Jamar Chase. All right, and then I went Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Ceedee Lamb, Mike Williams. So two Mikes there. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike. Um, okay. I'll be honest, just to play a little yep. devil's advocate here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, for me, is like number eight on your list. I would I would move, Why? I would move three, four, five, six, seven, and eight all ahead of Justin Jefferson. I concur. I think Why, why do you do that? Look at who is throwing. I, Look I, who's okay. throwing in the pill. Yeah, I don't Look have what any What he's faith done in his Kirk last Cousins. two years, he's the best two-year wide receiver right. that this league has ever seen which brings me to but he's the like next a one-man point. show now they're gonna they're gonna I mean, they still have adam thalen he's still completely he, he if owed. he stays healthy he he's fine debo at number three uh mostly because he gets rushing yards too our wise so dual right it's like qbs right running qbs you True. always kind of put them a little higher because they're gonna get more points this is points-wise, buddy. This ain't who the best wide receiver is. This is, True. I That's mean, fair. Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver because he's the beast. Okay. okay. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Um, question for you. Yep. <clears throat> Looking at the top five paid receivers, all right, there's a guy missing here. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Where oh, he gosh. at? Where he at, our fantasy <laughs> well, guru? I forgot again. There's two Where people I he forgot. at? To be I fair, knew. 
To be fair, he's out the first six games. (laughs) He is. So that must have been why he wasn't on a lot of people's lists as well. So that brings up a very good topic for our listeners. Where do you put DeAndre Hopkins? Where do you you draft him? Do you hit him Mm. with the early round and just suck him up? Because here's the thing. He's got to be in the top top ten. Yeah, if he's not missing... Games, he's absolutely top ten, right? I mean, so here's the question, there, fantasy guru: Where do you put DeAndre Hopkins? Let me see. Even after, even before he got hurt, so he's suspended this year, but he got hurt last year, right? He did. He hurt his ankle so, or hamstring. Starting off last year, he went twenty three, thirteen, three, eight, and then seventeen, nineteen, fourteen. But he was very touchdown dependent. Because he didn't crack over 87 yards or six catches in any of those games. Interesting. So he is older. He's getting old now. He's 31. He's also um, banking 27.2 mil a year. Guap. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of it has to wow. do, obviously, with Kyler Murray's play. <laughs> right? Um, but being suspended for six weeks, that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. I, If he slips to me... I'd pick him maybe in what round? Yeah. So what round? Mm, I'd say maybe anything past like f- six. If he slips, okay, he could. I'm not jumping on him. I Do don't you really think want, he's unless... gonna last six rounds in a ten man league? Yeah, you never know because it all depends on what people draft too. If people start early and they get their two good wide receivers or three, and they're happy with those three, and they're like, oh yeah, I can wait out six weeks, and then they. You know, they'll pick him up maybe just to kind of stash him. But you also are in a league that uh, you can't put – if he's suspended, you can't put him in the IR spot because mm-hmm. um, some leagues don't allow that. So you got to also think there he's just eating up a valuable roster spot, in my opinion. Okay. Um, uh, it's very tough. Okay. That's good input. All right. I got another scenario for you. Okay. Obviously, Dallas treated uh, – the big man, Amari Cooper. Uh, Cooper. Yep. Um, C.D. Lamb's their number one guy, mm-hmm. which he's always been. Uh, now that their wide receiver depth is very thin, is C.D. Lamb lie? Is he vulnerable in that spot? Are people still picking him, or should they be wary or cautious because he could be double teamed and whatnot because the other receivers aren't good enough? Mm. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I didn't. Really, I haven't looked at Dallas's wide receivers, so I do apologize. They're not um, good. Let's just no, put it that they, way. They There's have, no one. Um, Michael Gallup, which okay, is hurt. So he's oh, he's hurt. True, yep. he is hurt. Let me just take a look uh, here. Wilson, some Wilson guy. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're, they're bad. Thin. They're thin. Yep. So, okay. So CD I mean, Lamb this definitely could, could hurt, but I feel like at this point it could just be like a a uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Quantity, Ooh. right? Yes, he's going to get a lot of looks. And you're talking about Deck, who the last three years has the most passing yards per game of mm-hmm. any quarterback in the NFL. True. So they are, they like to pass the ball, and they also like to run the ball because Zeke's still there. He's still a force. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. I feel like he's talented enough to get open. I mean, I mean he's if, a wide receiver. If one. Brandon Cooks can, you know, put up 15 points of fantasy a game last year on the Texans and. Exactly. C.D. Lamb can probably do okay. So Yep. As long as he's healthy and Dak's healthy, I have no issues. Once Dak goes out and you have him, I'm nice. I, I'm sorry. I got um, so, I got one on our draft day sports text line here. <gasps> we finally got a text line. Should I be worried to draft Tyreek Hill without Patrick Mahomes? Question mark. No. no. Should not be worried. No. You Have think you been Tyree him in training Hill? camp? Well, he's playing in shorts, so yeah. Two is still hitting him. Two is hitting him deep. He's and wearing a, a t-shirt. Of, a lot of Hill's explosiveness <laughs> comes from him catching and running the ball, not True. really deep passes. So I have no issues with him, especially add in Jalen Waddle. You're not going to be double teaming Tyreek because they have Jalen Waddle and they have Jasicki. They have a lot of weapons on that team. They that do. you have to watch out for, not just Tyreek. So I'm not too worried about him. Would I jump on him super high, as high as I would before with Mahomes? No, 
I still put him in my top ten, so he's still wide receiver one, but I'm not going to be like, ooh, Tyreek Hill, late first round. Let me grab him. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. okay. So, and we thank George, George for that tax. Over George's. I just made that up. But thank George, <laughs> thank you for texting us. Thanks, George. Appreciate the text, George. Um, CJ, why don't you give us maybe your next like seven or eight, and then we'll yeah. uh, go from there. So I got uh, number 11, uh, DJ Moore. Then this name we haven't seen in a while, Michael mm. Thomas. Let's go. He's back. Ohio Chris Godwin, State. AJ Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, new big money there. And then Jalen Waddle rounding out 17. And T. Higgins kind of in that space as well. Any uh, comments there? Um, I do. Okay. What do you got? A.J. Brown is getting 25 mil a year mm-hmm. now with Philadelphia. So they have our boy uh, Smith from Alabama. Devonta. Devonta yeah. Smith. Do you think Devonta being there do you think that will decrease aj brown's productivity because now aj brown's going to be the number two receiver behind smith Mm. or do you think he'll take the number one aj brown's definitely number one you don't you don't trade for him to become a number two um and Devontae smith in my opinion didn't do enough to show you that he could be a true number one yeah he's not on your list uh at the very he's oh Hit Sorry, the all the way at the bottom. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many wide receivers, so yeah. I could only go so far. No, but, yeah, good. he's on there. Um, but, yeah, A.J. Brown is definitely a, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, the reason he's so low on my list, number 14, is just because the play of Jalen Hurts. He's He could be inconsistent at times, so that definitely hurts A.J.'s full potential. But he did pretty damn well with Ryan Tannehill. So sure. I wouldn't be worried about A.J. Brown. He's a big body. He can catch really well. Got a good catch radius and stuff, so I'm not worried about him. Big CJ, Al, yeah. Big Al, I got a question for you. Because, CJ, oh, we know yeah, your rankings. yeah, baby. Let's go. Big Al, these three players are available, are the three best wide receivers available on the draft. Everyone else has been selected. Which one are you taking? DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, or Terry McLaurin? I'm glad you said that. Mary kill fuck. Because that's, that's CJ's. That's 11, 15, like and 19 it. for CJ. I like it. Who are you taking? So I am going to say no to DJ Moore because Baker Mayfield's throwing the ball. Maybe. Um, I'm thinking it's definitely going to. Baker's going to take that job. Maybe. Pittman. <laughs> it's a toss-up between Pittman and McLaurin. I like Scary Terry, but... <laughs> Carson Wentz throwing him the ball. Yeah. What about my stat last week? Bit. True. Yes, I do like. You know what? Screw it. I'm going scary Terry. We're going <laughs> McLaurin. I, I, I do Pittman. like Matt Ryan. I like Pittman. Pittman. I think Pittman for me actually... is, is going to. I think be a borderline Damn. wide receiver That's one a... by the end of the year. He definitely could be. He's he will... got some potential. <sighs> it I is. Like it was a he could be a steal if you can get him in like the third, fourth round. He could be a nice steal. I like him. I um, think McLaurin's still, he's getting 23.6 mil a year. He's getting paid. You know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to rebuttal. I think the money's going to go to Scary Terry's head a little bit. <laughs> We're going to go Pittman. I like Pittman. Would, would Matt Ryan rejuvenated? He doesn't have Behind that a healthy nasty, line? Yeah, without that. that nasty Atlanta air in his face. I, I just really, really like, yeah, I like Pittman. I like Pittman. I'm interesting. Go um, so what's interesting about this, and the reason I pose that question is because that, I mean, for us, that was a difference of eight in CJ. Your rankings, eight different spots, mm-hmm. but the, it's so even. I feel like across, like, and there's you get to a certain range of wide receivers, and I really don't think you can go wrong with too many. And it's such a mm-hmm. crapshoot sometimes. Um, wide receiver is one of the, I guess, probably the deepest position out there where you can. You know, find guys throughout the year that can produce for you. So um, it it makes it interesting. They are, and you know, they there's four of them on a field at a time. So that's what makes it a little bit different than every other position. So um, a lot of depth there. So when we do our mocks, I'll be interested to kind of see how these fall and and who's available later on and 
know how we feel about getting some sleepers and things like that. Um, talking about I some rookies. A, I, I have a question for uh, for CJ here. Baltimore wide receiver all the way down to the thirties. Yeah. What's Still going a wide on there? One on the team had to throw him in. They just stack uh, in the box, or they're just gonna run the ball the whole time. Nope. Uh, yes, you heard, but J.K. Dobbins is back, baby. Mm. So yeah, I mean, they're—I guarantee you—they're going to run the ball a shit ton this year. Um, but also, Lamar likes to throw two tight ends instead of wide receivers. Um, so I, Mark Andrews, is going to get a lot of looks, obviously. And that new guy that I picked last week, Isaiah Likely. Okay. Um, one more question likely. for a guru here. Obviously, yours truly said Jamar Chase was going to be offensive rookie of the year. Did that happen? Did that he he actually won that, so. correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so who do you think's gonna be this year's Jamar Chase? Ooh. I don't know if anyone can really follow what he did. A lot of people are saying Burks is kinda on the same line right now just because he's really sucking in training camp. <laughs> but <laughs> But he obviously, is his ADP thing. isn't fifth round, so I don't have any issues picking Traylon Burks. Yeah. I have um, him on our little draft yeah. day. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even know. Honestly, I couldn't. I haven't really given it any thought. And which. I mean, George Pickens is looking good. Mm-hmm. He could be. He really could be. He's. They're saying he's like A.J. Brown. Or not A.J. Brown. Uh, A.J. Green is what they're comparing him to. Well. We got we got a treat for our listeners. I'm calling it right now. Watson for not Deshaun because he's in jail. Uh, Watson for the Packers Christian. is going to be the new Jamar Chase this year. Going to get offensive rookie of the year. I can see it, but Aaron doesn't really like to throw to rookies. Yeah, we'll see. He's got to build some but trust. He is, he is on some. Uh... Hallucinogen. So I watched this video today. It's like, what did the, they're like? What is DMT anyway? And Aaron Rodgers is like, Daddy makes touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Oh my! I was thinking. I love him. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's he's a he's, he's a, a character. Guy, he's a character. Yep. Um, it's fun to watch too. All right. So why don't we move into a West Division preview? We may bypass the table talk. For the sake of time, um, but I do want to get into the division preview and talk a little about the little bit about the NFC and AFC West. Um, let's start with the NFC West with the reigning Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams. I'm going to just run through the odds currently of winning the division, and then we'll just kind of talk a little bit, discuss um, you know what are our thoughts within the division, what do we see happening. Rams are plus 125, the favorites to win the division. The 49ers are at plus 150, close behind. The Cardinals fall at plus 400, and the Seahawks at plus 1,800. So the the books are saying that it's a Rams-Niners division battle. Do we see it that way? Is there even a battle here anymore? What's the thought here with the NFC West? I am actually going to go with Arizona, plus 400. Really? Yeah. What's the rationale there? Well, I think, well, now that Kyler is signed and ready to go, I think their training is getting a little bit better. I think their defense is getting there. I think they added some weapons for Kyler as far as, uh, you know, with the new tight end and whatnot. Um, They did lose Edmonds, but James Conner's at the helm. I Cardinals started really, really hot last year, and then they just really sank the ship like Kyler the Titanic. Got hurt. Kyler got hurt. Got so healthy. I feel if with the training, you know, they did do some off-season moves with their new training staff. So I'm going to go with cards. I think L.A. is going to take a step back. Uh, Matthew Stafford's hurt, so that could be a lingering injury throughout the year. Um, and then San Francisco, we don't know how Trey Lance is going to do. It's very unpredictable. He did not look good when he was playing. So I'm going to go with the veteran uh, Kyler Murray in the cards. Plus 400. Okay. CJ, what are Gross. your thoughts here within the NFC West? 
So I did a division bet on DraftKings, and I ended up going with the Niners. How come? But then again, thinking back on it, I forgot that it's not Jimmy G anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I trust Trey Lance that much. Mm-hmm. How you going? So, with? so who are Rams. you going with the Rams? Yeah, I don't see an issue. I mean, they have not many weaknesses, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I think there could be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover um, for the Rams. It seems like uh, McVay and Stafford were really enjoying themselves this offseason. So, you know, we'll see how focused and prepared they are um, this year. Forwards. But it's just really interesting to me that the Niners are right there with Trey Lance, at quarterback. There's so many questions with him. Now, granted, I think they have the best offensive coach in the league with Kyle Shanahan, and I think mm-hmm. he's going to do the best job he can with him, and their defense is still elite. There's no question there, but, man, I don't know if you can – you know, Jimmy G's just such a game manager, and he's just so smart, and he just – he plays the game. He's not going to win it for you. He's not going to lose it for you. You know, he does his thing. Trey Lance can lose it for you, so I, I'd be mm-hmm. really worried about the Niners. Um, just I like the rationale with the Cardinals. Yeah. Murray getting hurt does concern me. The Seahawks are awful. Um, you know, I lean, I guess I lean Rams as well, but I, I almost lean Arizona second and the Niners third within the division. Wow. Well, so, all I have is forwards Ramsey, Wagner, Donald, Cup. Sign name. They still got the superstars. The names are still there. That's for sure. So let's move over to the other conference and arguably the best division in football right now. Um, It might have been the NFC West last year. It's probably the AFC West this year. That's with the Chiefs at plus 175, the Chargers at plus 220, the Broncos at plus 260, and the Raiders at plus 650. Man, there's some competition in this division. What are we... Man, I, I mean, juicy be numbers, huh? Hell juicy. Out of each other. It's a coin flip. No, it's not. No, it's not. Coin flip. No. So coin flip coin would flip. imply is between two teams, right? Well, you and your math. It's a yes. it's a four side quarter. Have you ever seen the four side quarter there, CJ? It's a try. No, trying that anymore. So do we really think all four teams can win the division? No, we already know. Okay, so who can't win the division? The Raiders. You don't think the Raiders can win the division? And the Broncos. And the Broncos. You're writing the Broncos off as well. Yeah. Okay. So it's We're a two, going two Chargers. Dogs. Chargers are going to win it. 220. Defense wins championship. You got Khalil Mack. You got Ingram. You got Bosa. You got J.C. Jackson. You got Justin Herbert. Addition. You got Austin Eckler. You got Mr. Keenan Derwin Allen. James. Derwin James. Derwin Come James. Yeah. All right, you do you see where I'm saying the defense wins championships, and right now Kansas City doesn't have a de- they don't have a defense, they don't. You saw that in the AFC wild divisional game against the Bills. Bills went down, scored every possession. It seemed like without Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs are nothing. So I'm gonna go. I'm standing with the Chargers plus two twenty. Book it. Interesting. Book it. Okay. Uh, man, I don't know if I agree with that fully. Um, CJ, what do you? What's your take here? I honestly, I I just can't believe the Chiefs are the favorite, but that just shows the power of Mahomes. Um, I really do think Chargers are the more complete team. So you're gonna stick with the Chargers as well. I'm actually I'm a side with Big Al. Yeah. Interesting. Well, he, hurts me to say though. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't You're think crazy. you can. I don't think the man. I, don't, I mean, the Chargers are good. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's so much hype around every other team in the AFC West right now. I think people are forgetting a, that the Chiefs are a still shock. a really good football team. They still that's have a, Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. They still have Andy Reid coaching. And I mean, yes, okay, they they gave up a lot of points to the Bills in the playoffs. But that's also against the Bills, who have a very good offense. And Hold on, not just the Bills. Their defense Look was at much the more improved City. last year. Look at Cincinnati in the AFC Championship Again, game. the Bengals got hot. They had two great receivers, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joey Burrow, chucking it down. 
I mean, it's a chalk answer. It it is, slash. but it's a chalk answer. I mean, the the it's Chiefs defense is still they're formidable. They're not terrible. So you're like, basing this just because and you're, the all right, and you're are telling the me Mahomes and Andy Reid aren't going to figure out a way to get their new guys involved and then not score well, twenty five plus. They a got game. Juju Smith Schuster and Patrick Mahomes' brother. Right, and they, the they drafted a rookie. I can't remember his name. They drafted a rookie. Um, who's supposed to be very, you know, they're highly touted on. So I'm not I'm not writing them off yet. Until you knock them off, they're still on top. So I'm still chalk. taking the Chiefs. Chalk. Total chalk. Is it chalk, chalk, though? Because you both took the Chargers. So is it chalk? <laughs> because it seems to me that the Chargers are chalk. Chalk. I don't know. I'm not, so, I'm not fully sold on, on the Chargers yet. I'm really not. All right. All right. Keenan Allen's right. getting old. Mike Williams right. is meh. Defense wins championships. I don't know. I'm I'm not worried about it too much. I do think, here's a bold prediction, the Raiders will end up finishing second in the division. Slash is bold it is. I think the Raiders are going to, I mean, they see that these other three teams have all of this, like, these are the three teams that are going to win the division, blah, 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 blah. Let's keep in mind that they have a, a pretty good offensive coach with Josh McDaniels. They've got the best wide receiver, arguably, in the game, Devontae Adams. Derek Carr, I think, can sling the pill. Josh Jacobs, not a bad running back. They still have some talent on offense and defense. I mean, Darren Waller. Uh, Darren Waller. Um, Hunter Renfro, as you mentioned, 11th best receiver last year. That's still nuts. They have a good O-line. They have a very you – know, they have a good defense. It's, it's not a great defense. It's an okay they defense. They have a good pass rushing defense. It's a good pass rushing defense. They have three really good pass rushers. And, I mean, I think the Raiders can make some noise here. And they end up giving up a better fight. I think Broncos get last in the division. Slash, I'm going to hit you with – I'm going to take your bold prediction. I'm going to make it a bolder prediction. Are three teams out of this division going to the playoffs? Uh, yes, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Raiders. Broncos, Broncos don't make prediction. it. Broncos start off slow. Broncos start off like three and five-ish. They start off slow and don't have enough juice to make it up. They get better as the year goes on, but they don't have enough enough mustard to, to make it up. That's my thought. Okay. So okay. we'll see. Um so, so interesting divisions there. I think those are two of the most interesting divisions um, in terms of competitiveness that you're going to see in the NFL this year. Any other comments here on the divisions before we jump into our beers? No, sir. All right. So quick beer reviews for their equilibrium. I had the astrophysics. has a lot of mathematical and physics formulas on it, which I'm loving. Six and a half percent. This is a really, really good beer. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really another way to cut it. It's, it's smooth. It's got good flavors. It's not overly hoppy. Um, it's really good. It's clean. Um, it's it's a yeah. It's got it's nice. It's a good beer. I'm gonna give this. Boy, it's close to a nine for me. So Ooh. we'll go eight point nine. There you go. Ooh, 8.9. That's like there sticking in the tip, dude. Just give it a 9. No. I had the MC squared double IPA. It was 8%er. It had some tropical notes. You definitely can taste some mango in it. Um, this was really good, and it's worth the $26 that I paid for <laughs> in the four pack. Um, equilibrium, if it's one thing I can tell you, just lower your prices. It's not a recession beer for me at any point. Um, it's a very good beer. I do enjoy it, and I'm going to enjoy the next three that I'm going to have. I'm going to give the and the art on the cover. It has Einstein with scientific facts. It's ten out of ten on the can art. I'm going eight point four. Ooh, nice, That's pretty solid. And to close it out, I was drinking the Spark S P A R C with peach mango Berliner Weisse, and it was Berliner really Weisse. good. Uh, very fresh. Uh, definitely had that nice little sour tang to it, um, but you could definitely teach to taste the fruit in it. Uh, another solid beer by them. I'm going to give it 7.8. Equilibrium Ooh, might take it. They, might they take will. Doing some quick math in my head here. Um, they are definitely going to be the 
the top beer that we've reviewed so far by maybe 0.2 or 0.3. They're going to have yeah, a slight edge close. over Common Root so far. Um, Thin Man Brewery ended up with a 5.37 yeah. overall rating last week. Thanks a lot, so Clint. Not a great review for it Thin Man. Good. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, Best any, bets, best baby. Bets. You guys have any? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Big I got what are you two doing? great bets. I got two great bets. I know. Don't don't try to wrap me up. We got <laughs> Baltimore minus three and a half at minus one ten. I'm gonna put a half a unit on that. We'll talk about units at another time. They have won twenty preseason games. Looking for their twenty first. Out of that span, they're eighteen one and one against the spread. We are hammering Baltimore three minus three and a half. All right. My next one is L.A. versus L.A. We're going under 30 points. It's minus 110. I'm putting a half a unit on that. Last year, they played week one preseason. Chargers won 13-6. Sean McVay's not going to – he's just going to run just the ball, run the clock. I can't believe how invested you are in preseason right now, man. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. it. Week one preseason, 13-6. and six, Chargers won. We're gonna hammer down a half a unit on uh, L.A. Charger, or just just the under. That's half a unit. We're just hitting. A, just don't worry about that later. <laughs> um, minus one ten under thirty. L.A. versus L.A. Parlay both of them. You're gonna win money. All right. I got. My, I'm gonna go back two and two. We're feeling good, uh, boys. On that note, C.J., do you have any best bets? Not after that, no. Uh, yeah, I don't have any either. Um, I, I did not come with any, so um, no best bets. We're for me back, baby. Football's back, baby. Big, Let's big go. Al is ready to go, fellas. We'll see you next week. It's exciting to get back in business. We are getting close to mock draft time, so make sure you're on the lookouts for that. And again, be sure to check out DraftDaySports.com for more information. Fix her out. See ya. Peace.